Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your humble GM, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Alex Finn. Someone needs to tell me the difference between a turtle and a tortoise. One's land-based. That's it. One swims, the other doesn't. Oh, wait, regular turtles don't swim? The other way around. Yeah, turtles swim, tortoises are land-based and shouldn't be swimming. If they are, oh no. Yeah. Incidentally, if you've never seen a video of tortoises mating, you should, because it's absolutely ridiculous the sounds they make. (laughs) It's true. Samson Davis. All these fucking children on campus. I'm not a fan of it. By children, I mean freshmen. (laughs) Are you telling them to get off your lawn? I'm telling them to fucking not walk slowly on the sidewalk and get over to the right side. Ah, you mean don't bunch up on the sidewalk? Yeah. Mm. And Stace Babcock. I realized that I was confusing tortoises with uh, sea turtles, so Hmm. turtles can swim. Can't confirm. (laughs) Imagine them not being able to swim and being called a sea turtle. (laughs) (laughs) The saddest thing. Like the egg hatches, they go in the water and just immediately drown. Wow. Like they're born and every single one of them hears David Attenborough's voice in the background immediately. This isn't where I expected this to go. Well, speaking of where we're going and where we've been, who remembers what happened last time? I'm going to pick on Stace. Yeah, it's because I laughed too long at that, right? That's why. Yep. So last time we were crossing Mountain Rock Bridge with our new friend Lachlan when we were attacked by giant bug creatures, the crew fended off the bug creatures, then went into, finished crossing the bridge, encountered two guards that were facing towards town as though they were stopping people from going across the bridge. One of them brought the team plus Lachlan to the temple where Osman, the town's namesake, was. And he was a some sort of like computer backup of a guy named Osman from centuries before. Osmus. Osmus, when there was a, a, a gigantic empire, I guess. Osmus was an empire as well as an emperor. And his, uh, yeah, his backup was in the temple, exposed Vlad for being invisible and with the crew the entire time, and then had a discussion with Lachlan about obelisks. Oh, and there was drama too. Okay, so not only that, but Lachlan and Vlad knew each other and were like Aeon priests together a decade prior, except Vlad wasn't really an Aeon priest. He was a guardian, and so he faked his own death while on a mission with Lachlan, and this is the first time she's seen him in 10 years thinking he was dead. And that is also why he went invisible to try and avoid being seen by Lachlan and being recognized. So basically, Asmus owed Vlad a favor and cashed in that favor to give Lachlan access to the obelisk lab that was in the basement of the temple. So that happened. Lachlan was going to study the obelisks long term and potentially travel through them. And to do that, she could not take her trusty steed, Manta Ray. And so she bequeathed Manta Ray to Dilly. Turns out that Osmus has a somewhat defunct public transportation system, some sort of subway that extends to the far reaches of its former empire. And so... The crew got on one of the cars and is trying to head to the 
Benevolent Society of Travelers Proving Ground to try and solve the mystery of the plate and help Nix's mother. So, yes, you guys were all crowded into this. Essentially, like, it's like a a tube pod, like one of those airport trams, essentially, except it's going through these tunnels underneath the Black Riage, like a subway. And as the doors close, with all of you sort of uncomfortably stuffed in there with Manta Ray and Race in the Pod and, and things like that, and Osmus, you know, waving you away, Dilly heard Aster in his head saying, Just a replicant, but we'll have to circle back around. I thought I had killed him last time. Yes. <laughs> I guess Dilly will just suddenly say, Wait, what? And at that moment, the cart starts pulling away and accelerating very quickly. And the exterior is mostly synth, but there are some glass viewpoints, and you, you can see that there's very few lights in these tunnels, but you can occasionally see like some sort of metered light as you're going by, and you can see them going by very fast as you're traveling through the stone walls of the mountain, and you can feel it accelerating faster and faster. Were we told how long this was going to take? Four hours. Okay. Did anyone bring a deck of cards or something? Or... Dice or let me check my character sheet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got these finger puppets. How steady is this ride? It feels like it should be steady, mm -hmm. but you do occasionally hit bumps that jostle everything, and you guys have to reach out your hands and you know press against the side. It's and Osmus did say he wasn't 100% sure, you know, to what extent the tunnels were still in upkeep. Gotcha. Okay. It's smooth with brief moments of terrifying turbulence. All right, then Dilly's not going to work on Nix's leg. Aw. Yeah, it would be very tight quarters as well, because mm -hmm. you've got the big pod and you've got Manta Ray. Okay. It is a little chilly down here because you are shooting through tunnels beneath the ground. You guys can see your breath steaming. Then let's grow Vlad then. Hey, Vlad! Did you ever explain why you ran? I don't. I don't remember if he... Gave us an explanation last time. Yeah, he did. And it, well, he, he sort of, between him and Lachlan, they, they, it sort of became apparent that he was hiding from her. Hey, Vlad, why didn't you just, like, change your face? And Dilly, just to, like, show him, just, like, changes his face to, like, Cha-Cha's face. <laughs> very briefly. Why did you hide, hide? Lachlan would have seen through it eventually. All right. Seems a little weak, but fine. <laughs> it's just unblinking eyes, Cha-Cha's snap filter. Yeah. It's just a thousand yard stare. <laughs> oh. I think Chacha's turning to Nix and just like saying, I is this what I look like to you guys? <laughs> <laughs> um, kinda, but it's like, it's on Dilly's head, so it doesn't look like that on you, Chacha. It looks much better on you. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> no, no offense, Dilly. I just, you know, it's not your face, you know? That can only be one. <laughs> anyway, we're lucky that we have this ride. Osmus only owed me one favor. And what what was it that you did to like earn that favor? Did he call you Targonsky? Did I hear that right? Was I there for that? Yeah, he did. He referred to him as the Targonsky. Okay. That's my surname. Oh, Vlad Targonsky. Yeah, uh, what, what was the favor that you did for Osmus? That's personal dilly. Okay. It predates my time with the Guardians. Oh, wow. Well, does anyone have any other conversation starters for this four-hour drive? Manta Ray is just moaning and 
where they are sort of pancaked against <laughs> the side of the spot, kind of curling around. Oh. Are they in pain or just stressed? Just stressed. Okay. Fair. Nick's, it's very cold. It's uncomfortable. I know. I thought we would get to that. She's like huddling her body around Hubert the second, you know, who's still tucked against her. <laughs> Nix is probably asleep, given the cold, even standing up. Yeah. So, and Hubert the second is slowly like making those trilling sounds, but then also like trying to bounce up in its sling to kind of rub its back against your chin, trying to sort of like encourage you to pet it that way. Well, of course she does. Has Manta Ray reacted at all to Hubert the Second? Not that you noticed. Okay. So this pod is cruising along at high speed, and then all of a sudden you hear this beeping sound from the direction that it's traveling towards the front of this pod. And the pod begins slowing. And even as it's slowing, the turbulence is getting worse. And it's bouncing and shaking and rattling. And it finally comes to a complete stop here in this tunnel. And the lights that are were on the tunnel sides are no longer lit. The pod powers down. And it's pitch black. The only one of you that can see anything right now is Dilly. And Dilly, you can see... Ahead of you guys, this tunnel is caved in. Uh, well, looks like a cave-in, so... Okay, let's go see if I can look around. How long have we been in the pod at this point? Probably about, let's say, an hour and a half. Okay. Is there enough room for Dilly to, like, get out of the pod into the tunnel? Dilly can try anything he wants. <laughs> Dilly's going to try to <laughs> get out of the pod. Okay. The doors are not powered right now, so how would you like to try to get through the doors or out of the pod in general? Is there a, I guess, mechanical, like, escape safety hatch, latch, handle thing? Mm. Kind of like an airplane? Evens or odds? Odds. Okay. Stace roll die. Tell me if you get even or odd. Odd. You do see what looks to be sort of not a separate hatch or anything like that, but you do see what looks to be some sort of maintenance control like sort of hidden behind like what seems to be purely decorative piece of synth there you know enough that you can spot it and knowing enough about Numenera to kind of pop it open you can see that there is a you know essentially like you can't read the language that it's in but you can tell that this is sort of like a manual crank for the doors all right dilly will interface with that and try to get a door open okay so it'll involve turning the crank, and you turn the crank all the way around. It puts up a lot of resistance. It's not comfortable. It's like, it, it takes some effort to turn this thing. Like, you have a feeling that maybe originally there was, like, a specialized tool designed <laughs> to help make this turning easier. Mm -hmm. But turning it with your hands is very hard, but you get it turned around all the way, and the door opens up about a little less than a centimeter. Okay. It's apparent that you'll need to keep turning this to get it open enough that somebody could fit through it. Oh, boy. Can I try to, I guess, recreate this specialized tool? Mm. Yeah. So you'd like to figure out what that tool was or maybe make a tool that would achieve the same effect? Yeah, like if it looks like some sort of like something analogous to like an Allen wrench is required, can I try to 
pull out like a scrap piece of synth and like kind of yeah so you're essentially trying to do like right tool for the job is that what you're doing can't do that because i switched it out for scan iodum ah so okay doing it the hard way okay we're first going to make a plan for this so it'll be a crafting numenera roll of six to plan out what you're going to have to do all right free little effort to bring it down to a three and i rolled a 19 hey what would you like for your minor effect? You've got a plan in place. Plan in place, I think, just an asset on the actual crafting. Okay, cool. So something like this is not going to take that long. Maybe it'll take you at most like a half hour to get what you're looking for here. So it will be a, and you have a good plan. So you've got an asset. So it is a six crafting numenera you're trained and you have crafting tools so that's a that's a gimme yeah so you essentially are able to make this tool all right let's take take a little bit to get the door open so i don't know talk amongst yourselves while you figure this out (laughs) (laughs) please leave that in there Yeah, everybody's just absolute <laughs> silence. Like, and Dilly, you're just like quietly working. <laughs> um, you managed to get the door open enough for you to get through. And it probably wouldn't take much longer for you to get it all the way open if you want everybody to get out. But I, you said you only wanted to get you out first. So. Yeah. Dilly will leave the tool inside just in case somebody else wants to try to get out. Mm-hmm. And maybe just like show them real quick okay. a demo. Like, all right, put this in here. All right, glow glow. Dilly pulls out his glow glow. This is how you do it. This is how you turn the door to open it. Got it? Yeah. Excellent. Nix will go over there and start cranking on it, and I want to see how fast she can get this door all the way open. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, there's this tool, so give me a might roll of six. I'll use my free level of effort, and I'll I'll leave it at a three just to keep things interesting. Four. (laughs) (laughs) It takes Nix roughly two minutes to get it open all the way, rest of the way. And they were fairly wide doors because you were able to get Race's pod through it. So she took it from just open enough that person could slip through to all the way open. <laughs> I'm just going to let that sit there. <laughs> Nick's probably can't see it, but Dilly rolls his eyes. just like, all right, well, door's open, I guess. Meanwhile, Dilly's got cold sweat on his brow from the exertion of crafting and cranking this door. <laughs> Working on the tool for a half hour, no one said I got anything, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Dilly's going to take... You were the only one that could see what was going on. <laughs> Everyone else has glow globes. You think we would use our resources. You're just making things in the dark, don't worry. We were just standing there in the dark, not talking while Dilly... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Chacha probably's been doing like her little finger puppets, even though she can't see them. It's like mumbling to herself. Uh, what was the name of the kid's uh, imaginary friend in The Shining? I know, I can't remember. That's a Google search for another time. Dilly's going to look at the collapsed tunnel, just take a lay of the land. Okay, so the collapsed tunnel, give me a intellect roll of some sort of 12. No relevant skills, just the free level efforts to bring it to a nine, seven. Yeah, you're not sure. Like, it's definitely a cave-in. You have no idea if it was natural, but the rocks are big. Right. It's not a trivial thing. And Chacha, like, pop her head out and say, did you lick it? Lick 
what? The rocks? Yeah. Taste for chemicals. Uh, I, uh, that's, that sounds like a Nyx thing, if anything. <laughs> I'm not looking rocks. But with that, Dilly's going to look for any, like, obvious scorch marks or chemical burns. You don't see any. So is Nyx licking the rocks or not? Yeah, Nyx will give a lick the wall. It's not the first time. <laughs> no, Nyx, I meant that as a joke. Okay. All right. It tastes a little sweet. Does it taste like any rock candy she's familiar with? Mm. No, it's not the same type of sweet. Cha-cha, we could make a killing. This is like a new rock candy flavor. Nyx, no. Not for uh, Dilly. I'm not going to eat it. Like, I understand now, but like... I mean... Other people might eat it. Is this one of those moral questions you're always telling me about, Nyx? Like, we know we can do it, but should we do it? I mean, we'll make a lot of money because you said it tastes good. Yeah, but... You're right, though. Like, is now really the time to open up a small business, Cha-Cha? You know, when we're stuck down here? But what if we also sold pants? Sure, yeah, Cha-Cha. Like, you can do whatever you, like, sure, we'll sell pants. One of us sells the rock candy, and the other person sells pants for after eating the rock candy. What? Like, like to wear or to, like, wash it down or what? What does that mean? Nix is just staring at Cha-Cha, a little concerned. I mean, like, all the best restaurants do it. Like, there's always that dive bar that's next to the trouser store. Yeah, I mean, if you've seen it, yeah. Chacha, I feel like you may have misinterpreted one of those stores, but I don't know which one. I mean, you'll see. You'll see. Maybe, but we need to get out of here first. Did anybody check this? Blot is pointing to what appears to be a fairly well-hidden, like, maintenance store on the side of the tunnel. Just about to ask. yeah and by the way there's not much room in this tunnel on the sides of the pod Mm -hmm. like you know if one of these pods was going through here at speed and you weren't pressed all the way up against the side of the tunnel you would be a smear but yeah Vlad points this one door and says uh, is anybody checking this yet you have (laughs) (laughs) I like that Dilly said that so I I would (laughs) I would like to continue with that conversation (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh so you didn't see this yet okay there's giant rocks over here so that's yeah that's very good they are rocks <laughs> and he goes over and he tugs on the maintenance hatch door <laughs> <laughs> i feel like this whole journey down this tunnel we've all just begun we just couldn't like start a conversation we all just got super fucking awkward <laughs> yes we'll get through this though door appears to be jammed or stuck or something like that doesn't feel like it's locked it just feels like it jammed in awkwardly that sounds like a nix problem so nix will walk over and examine the door (laughs) it looks like a door on closer inspection you can see that there does appear to be like parts of the frame that are a little bent all right that might be causing the problem with opening it nix will just take a step back or step or two back and try to kick it open with her synthetic leg Okay, so this will be a might roll of 12. Nine um, with my free level. I'll spend one more level of effort. 11. Okay, so you kick this door and there is a screeching sound of metal as this door pops loose and moves inward, revealing what appears to be a somewhat cramped hallway that has some synth 
they didn't, it's not like completely synth. There's like synth reinforcing the sides and walls, but most of the rest of it seems to be mostly rock. There are definitely light fixtures in here or what look like light fixtures, but they are not lit. Nix will pull out her glow globe and Daniel, when she looks in the direction of the cave-in, is there a way through? Give me some sort of perception roll of nine. Just being able to see. So not navigation in this case. Nine. Okay. You don't see a way through it. It looks like if there's a way through it, it would require a lot of moving. And it's not the kind of thing that, I mean, Nix, you're very strong and you know you're very strong. But even this is the kind of thing like probably requires heavy tools or machinery to dig through that cave-in. And of course, you have no idea how far the cave-in goes. Okay, so there are rocks in the way. So she'll head in the other... Well, she'll pop her head out and be like, yo, you guys uh, coming? And then she'll head down. Is there enough room to get Reese's pod out of the other pod and into this tunnel? What about Manta Ray? Well, Manta Ray is flexible. I don't know if Reese's pod is that flexible. Reese's pod will have to scrape against either the wall or the pod to get by. But the thing that helps is that since the pod is frictionless... Even if it's scraping against it, it won't be too bad to push it through. Manta Ray is flexible. Dilly, it does occur to you, though, that the real challenge with Manta Ray will be getting Manta Ray to willingly move from where it is making its little moaning sounds in the corner of the pod pressed up against the side. Okay, bud. All right. Well, Dilly will at least try to get a racist pod out of the way and to hand that off to the others before dealing with Manta Ray. Okay, getting the pod out is not too difficult. Probably you need Nyx to push it past, but mm. Nyx wouldn't even have to roll for it. Excellent. Well, then, once that's... Meanwhile, Manta Ray is pressed up against the side of the pod. Okay, all right, I know. It's been a lot, but hey, you're not very high, are you? You're very close to the ground, right? Okay, don't know what that means. So let's try this. And Dilly is going to bubble Manta Ray. I think make it seem like there is... Take a shot. Dilly doesn't know where Manta Rays come from. That Manta Ray is now in a nice, calm field of flowers. Very close to the ground. <laughs> Smells lovely. Billowy. Everything. A gentle wind. Not enough to send him flying. Okay, so... And I assume you're going to sort of construct the bubble in such a way that it prompts Manta Ray to make the adjustments they need to get through everything. Yeah, I think Dilly will, as part of the bubble illusion, have like a little butterfly kind of like drag them along like, oh, look, a butterfly. And the manta ray will be like, I'm going to follow the butterfly, hopefully. Okay, this works. Manta ray starts following your illusion and moving their way across. They do bump into the rock wall once, but after that, you're able to start adjusting because you're still kind of learning the way manta ray moves. Right. So, you know, they don't have quite the turning radius. They don't corner like some creatures would. Mm-hmm. But you're able to get them into this maintenance hatch, and they do have to, like, curl up a little bit. Maybe from Manta Ray's perspective, they're, like, working their way between two hills of that are covered in heather. <laughs> Giant gumdrop boulders or something. Dilly is just an anxious Manta Ray's best friend. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like the perfect pairing. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I needed when I first started. <laughs> okay. So 
so you guys start making your way down this hall. The hall goes for, it's probably about two or three minutes of walking. And then you see that there is a door on the right. And then the hall also continues forward. Let's look at the door to the right. Nyx will try to open it. Okay, door opens. You see what looks to be a small, like, office is the wrong word, but, you know, essentially maintenance station here. There is a dead body on the ground. Might have been human from the shape of the skeleton, but there's very little flesh on them anymore. They were relatively tall, whoever they were. There is a broken machine of some sort that is still, like, occasionally blinking and occasionally sparking in the corner. And a console. Again, it is completely dark in here, with the exception of the lights from your glow globes. So imagine the shadows are long. Okay, so no touching buttons again, because that hurt. Right? What? Remember the last time I went and touched a console, and then, like, it felt like someone was, like shoving their arm into my side for some reason. I don't. Oh, yeah, and then you, like, absorb the nature god chat? Yeah, okay, yeah. 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 Oh, right. That one. Wait, you? it felt like you got hurt when you did that? Well, when I pushed it and I went down to meet nature, before we knew nature was nature, it felt like someone was just, like, ripping parts of me out with, like, a fist. Like they were just digging in there. Huh, huh, weird. Yeah, that sounds like it sucks, Chasha, honestly. But I think maybe that, like, we should kind of fuck with this console, Chacha. You, but, but, like, maybe try to figure it out first. I'm getting a vibe that maybe this guy may have had access to a map of this place. That might help us. Oh, let's search his corpse. That seems safer. Usually they don't, like, stand up after they're at this point. Next, we'll search the corpse. Okay. It's really just scraps of cloth. There's not much left. This has been, they've been pretty picked clean, except for whatever flesh remains. Flesh has been torn multiple jagged tears, as if from some maw. Well, I found this maw-torn skin, and otherwise, yeah, nothing. Huh. <laughs> gotcha, I think we may have to mess with the console. A little bit. Just a little bit. I know, but like... So, I guess Chach is going to, like, try and understand Numenera the console? Okay. So, that'll be a 12. So, for Chacha, it's a 9. Okay. And I guess you have a free level of effort because you're an edge, so... Yeah. Edges. Six. I almost did the D6 again. <laughs> I got an 11. Okay. So, the console appears to be something used to maybe monitor the status of these tunnels of this you know, effectively prior world subway system that Osmus's empire had access to at one point. It is not currently, like, powered up that you can tell. It's not that it's non-functional, it's just not currently powered. Can Dilly take a look at the broken machine in the corner? Yeah. All right. Chacha's gonna take out that battery. <laughs> Chacha? No. No, no, no. That's bad energy. Let's put that back. I- I think Dilly is busy looking at this other thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fine. All right. You go over to look at this thing. Dilly, give me an understanding you narrow roll of 12. Three level efforts, no training, but it's negated. So just a... I'm actually going to put two levels of effort into this one. Six. Mm-hmm. 
ten. This appears to be a severely damaged maintenance drone. Oh, I could repair this. It is in pretty bad shape. It would, you would take some time to repair it. You could repair mm-hmm. it. It all depends on what you want to repair in it. Right. Try to make it fully functional, or you could just try to repair some subsystem of it. Oh, man. Hey, so uh, this looks to be a maintenance drone. What do you think we get some use out of this? I might be able to fully repair it, but that'll take a while. And I know we're kind of under a time crunch a little bit. Would this battery help or hinder? Um, it probably wouldn't help that much. Just because, well, it might, it, I'm just not comfortable sticking void storm juice in any old maintenance. But that seems like it could get dangerous. I think Chach is going to start, like, tapping the console with the battery. It's just like, <laughs> Like, I imagine it to be, like, the size of a, like, your standard book. And she's just kind of, like, tapping it like she has a book and just thwacking it lightly. Not trying to <laughs> plug it in, just tapping it. So, well, and actually that's kind of nano-like in a way, right? Because, like, understanding Numenera, I mean, you don't know how to build it. You're just good at, like, sort of figuring out ways to kind of make it do what you want or figure out what it's capable of doing. So I would say as you're smacking against it, you notice that occasionally, it's not a big one, but there's an occasional, like, tiny arc that it's almost like static electricity, but it's green in color that pops between that and what appears to be, initially, you just assumed, like, a specialized bolt on it, but it may, in fact, be a port. Hey, Dilly, I think we can turn on this console. Okay. I think this, and she points to the battery, go, can go into that and points to the port thing. Okay. Let me just take a look at the uh, the plugs real quick. Are these at all compatible? Do we need one of those universal adapters? Well, Cha-Cha has some information, so I guess that would give Dilly an asset in checking this. So it would be nine understanding new there, getting an asset from Cha-Cha. Three little efforts. That's a four, so nope. You have no idea. It could be compatible, it could not. You do see the like little sparking arc that's coming off the battery occasionally there, but you don't know if it's compatible or if it's if it's a safe connection, if it's an unsafe connection, you just don't know. Yeah, I don't know. What has Nick's been doing while they've been fiddling with all this stuff? Is there anything else? Uh, well, I guess, like, what is what is the rest of the situation? Because she would just kind of keep watch while uh, um, Dilly and Chacha do their things typically, unless there's something, like, interesting to check out. Interesting to Nick's. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. In that case, then, sorry for interrupting Cha-Cha and Dilly's conversation. I mean, Cha-Cha, somehow, you, you were much better at this stuff than I was, so if, um... And that's all, that sounded a little condescending. I I didn't mean it like that. It just... It blows my mind, the things that you know sometimes. It just blows my mind. So if you feel it's a good idea, you did bring up the last console kind of bit into your arm a little bit, so... Not the console, just I had this feeling. This feeling? Yeah, I got a feeling. Weird. <laughs> uh, listener, I keep rolling uh, just memory checks for myself to see if Dilly's going to remember, and I keep rolling like shit, so. Fair. I mean, like, why not? Maybe it'll help fix the repair drone. The worst thing that could happen is I get knocked unconscious, and then we just have to make the tough choice of who gets to actually be in the pod. Nix, like, says over her shoulder... Dilly, could you, like, make an adapter? Uh, maybe? I, not all Not all the previous worlds were fan of the 
ACDC thing. So, like, they had some weird opinions on electromagnetism, so I might be able to, but they might be going off something else completely. Was that like a yes or a no? No, Dilly? Do it. (laughs) It's, uh, I could try. That's an engineer's yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, go for it, yeah. Is that... Do you want me to start doing that? I guess... Okie dokie. Dilly, I guess, is going to start taping forks to the ends of these things. Oh, no. Because you were not able to determine if the ports were compatible, you are going to be hindered on this. Excellent. Because you're essentially guessing. Could, like, Chacha oh, yeah. help with her basic understanding of the ports to cancel out that hindrance? Yes. Well, you could cancel out part of his hindrance. He was hindered by two steps because he's essentially guessing with power. Mm. So you could bring it down to just one hindrance for Dilly. I would like to do that by describing the ports to him. Yeah, I get this one's ground, but what the hell is Wonka? What does that mean? I mean, look at the <laughs> squiggle right here. It's clearly, like, going to the left. <laughs> but, but why? Left to what? All right. Let's try it. Um, what am I rolling? You are rolling. Uh, so Chacha's giving you an asset to negate one of your hindrances. So this will be crafting Numenera of 12. Crafting Numenera of 12. Nine for my usual free level of efforts. Would crafting tools help in this case? Yes. All right. I will try it with that six. Two. Hey, you've made what you think is an adapter. Mm. How's this look? I mean, yeah, it's going left when it needs to go left. It's reaching high when it reaches high. I think, I, I think this this will work. All right. You want me to do the honors? Nope. I tape this up. I I will suffer the consequences if any happen. But I'm pretty confident in this. Dilly does the thing. Dilly closes the circuit. Okay. Let me ask you a question, Samson. Feeling lucky, punk? Do you remember in Return of the Jedi when R2-D2 plugs into that console and then a stormtrooper shoots the console and the electricity backfires and R2-D2 goes flying backwards with all of his little, like, ports flapping open? Yeah, Dan, I guess I do. Yeah, that's kind of what happens to Dylan. <laughs> oh, no. So please make a might defense roll of 15. I feel like I might need this might later, but I will put in at least one level of effort. Nope. It's a nine. I got a nine. Nine? That's a nine. Okay. So, Dilly, you are thrown across the room, battery still in hand, and you slam against the other wall. You guys see this, like, this void energy and some other sort of energy sparking and arcing and then bouncing backwards into Dilly. Dilly, you'll take six might damage. Ow. Dangus. I need you to make another might defense roll of 15 to see if the void energy does anything else. Oh, boy. Dilly's impaired, so I will be taking this 15 straight. 14. Also, by the way, Dilly absolutely made the R2-D2, like, shriek noise. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, I'm coming in with regeneration. So, Dilly... Mutations. Mutation. Evens or odds? Go with odds. Okay. Alex, we'll die. Tell me if you get even or odd. <sighs> even. I'm so sorry. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Oh, no. Dilly's going to get a waddle. Maybe it'll be a sexy waddle. It probably won't be. To the right person they are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what 
What if Manta Ray rejects you after this? <gasps> oh, no. Manta Ray's in the bubble, so Manta, Ray, <laughs> Manta Ray's going to get Truman showed. Okay. So, Samson. Yes. Roll me 1D100. 40. Sorry. Don't be. This is uh, great. Well, not really. Yeah. <laughs> Samson, you feel this sudden pain inside your head. My God. Like the worst headache oh, no. you've ever felt. Oh, no. And blood starts trickling out of Dilly's ears. And you hear a faint but echoey answer. Father, can you hear me? Can you? Can you hear? Father. And there is a moment where all there is is pain. Like your vision goes red. And then... You hear Aster's voice again, and this time it's a little bit more certain, almost angry sounding. This will not do. And then you can feel all those wires, that network inside of you, shift around and squirm through your body, causing pain as they dig in different ways. But deal, you get a sense of self again. You're still bleeding out your ears and out your nose. And you hear Astra say, I'm sorry, Father. I did what I could, but some damage was unavoidable. Dilly, you now have a malformed brain. <gasps> no. Oh, no. Any cognitive task is hindered by one step. Fuck, that's all Dilly does. You have to spit oh, XP no. to cancel that out. Any cognitive or memory related. Oh, uh, fuck. Well, he does have like four intellect edge right now, so. Cognitive slash memory. That's not just any intellect tasks. Yeah, just those types of tasks. Okay. Fuck. Oh, man. You guys also notice that the battery is depleted. <laughs> Dilly just whimpers, bad touch. <laughs> <laughs> and the console port over there is sparking. Oh, okay. Two for two. Consoles are bad. Console bad. Ow. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and help Dilly. So I'm um, just lay there. Don't worry about it. Okay. Then Dilly coughs up blood. Mm. So, Dilly, you have the choice. Six points to might or speed, or you can get 12. I don't know. A value of 12. Yeah, what does that mean? I'm assuming, like, if you're at, like, 12 in a pool, you want to go for, like, the option of six to your pool because you can't go above 12, but if you're underneath... 12, like more than six, you want to go for the 12. Okay. I'm going to take the total of 12 to bring my might to 12 from zero. Exactly. I do that. Thank you. Okay. So that will take just a little over a minute. Mm -hmm. Tatis is laying hands. Yeah. So, Nix, you've just seen this happen. And now Chacha is holding her hands on Daily, and you can see him, like his blood flow stops and he starts looking better tough break dilly man you're right oh i'm fine i'm fine i am fine oh man i feel like i f i feel like my brain got chewed up did they spit it out or are they still like mouthing it mouthing what your brain like it they chewed it up but like yeah, Did they right. get it back? Uh, I don't know. I think they're still chewing. It's so hard to think. Oh, man. 
Can you walk? Do you want a piggyback ride or? I think, no, I think I can. I think I walk. I think I can walk. You want me to drive, Father? Uh, no, I think I got it. Possibly. So be it. But thank you, Aster. And thank you for whatever you did. And I, I would also say, you guys, that given that Dilly is having some strength right now, he probably said that all out loud. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Hmm. That's an interesting relationship. Actually, just as a flavor, I don't think Dilly is going to... I'm going to decide right now that Dilly can't talk to Aster internally anymore. He's going to talk to Aster. It's going to be all outside. Mm. All right, yeah, Dilly's up and about, but looking kind of distant. Blood looks around, turns to Nixon, motions his head over to Dilly and Cha-Cha and says, I think we've done as much damage in this room as we can here. Should we head down the hall? You say that, but we could awaken the robot, which could also be like murdering people. So I think we've done an okay amount of damage if we think about it. Vlad just kind of like looks over to the blood stains on the side of Dilly's head. Says, oh, okay. Yeah, we should keep going, though. And Nix will head back further down past the door in the hallway. Okay. So you head down the hallway. It takes a little while. And it's getting colder here, and you can see the synth is getting a little bit more scarce. And then you can see a, another hatch in front. It's not like a full-on door. And, Nix, you've been traveling enough that even not knowing this language, you know, like, a caution sign when you see one. Yeah, just from experience. Yeah, like, you've seen this before. It's not like the thing where, like, the scientists have figured out how to mark off a radiated area to tell people, like, absolutely do not go here. It's more like a caution as opposed to you will die if you cross this border. Okay, so it's just be careful, basically. All right, so Nyx will proceed, but be careful. Okay, so you open that hatch, and you can see what appears to be raw rock beyond. Like, so it becomes just a narrower rock tunnel. It's still wide enough that you could just barely squeeze the pod through, and... If Dilly gets Manta Ray to do the crepe as best he can, like, they might be able to squeeze through. But there is one thing in your way, and that is a human body that seems to be covered in a thick gel. They look fully whole. You don't see any flesh missing or anything like that. Their eyes are closed in this gel. Can't really tell if they're breathing or not. Can Chacha do a healing check on them, like, just to see? Sure. So that'll be a nine, which would be a six for Chacha. Oh, good. I got a 19. Okay. You think there is a slim chance that they are alive. You can't see any noticeable breath, but you think, and it's very hard to spot because the gel is kind of viscous, so you can't see clearly through it, but you think you detect, like, rapid eye movement underneath the eyelids. Okay, so not a dead body. They're just sleeping. A sleep you can wake up from, I think. So rescue or just kind of... Yeah, I think we got to see how do we wake them up, Jaja. What do you think? Can I use my minor effect for help with that? Oh, yeah. What would you like for a minor effect? Yeah. Kind of like a hint on how to wake them up that's not shaking them. You have to get them out of the gel. You're pretty sure. Oh. And it's a full body gel situation? Yeah, it's like if they're... Zentai of gel? It's like a... <laughs> yeah. It's like a jello mold if a jello mold looked like dried KY. 
<laughs> so does anyone have like a squeegee or like just something to scrape it off with? I really don't want to use my hands. Don't you have a dagger, Tasha? That seems a little dangerous, like pointy objects near an unconscious person. Well, just like use unsharp side, the dull side. Yeah. So she would hold the sharp side? <laughs> no. Are, are both sides of the blade sharp? Like, why? I was just like, would she have a sheath for it? Yeah, it's a double-sided dagger, you know? Like, the traditional dagger. That whole thing hurt my brain, because... It's not a knife. Yes, there are, and yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine that most of the daggers are the traditional, like, what we think of as daggers. The double-sided dagger... So maybe it has a little sheath. But what about like drist daggers? Are those double-sided? I don't think so. Let me see. Oh, God. Now we're going to Google this. Let's Google this with us. Can everybody make a perception roll of 21 for me? No. Is this a cognitive task? No. And it is sight-related, so you would have an asset, Dilly, even though it's dark. Excellent. That would be an 18 for Dilly. Free love effort, so 15. Nine. Dilly got a five. Yeah, Dilly doesn't see shit. Yeah. Dilly's looking at the blood that's still kind of dribbling down off his nose. I got a six. Okay. Alex, evens or odds? Even? Samson. Ah, the retribution. Even. Ha! Okay. Nix, you barely have time to see what's happening. You see, pulling off this rock wall... A creature that's head looks like a sort of diamond shape with a maw on the bottom of it. It's very narrow, but it swings out and attempts to do a bite upon you. Please, since you didn't get a chance to see it, so it'll have surprise. So it will be a speed defense of 18. Okay, so 12 for Nyx. And then I'm going to activate moves like water for three speed points. That's something you have to do on your turn. Oh, okay. Then I won't do that. 14. Okay. So you dodge as it bites out at you. And he says, I now need everybody to roll initiative. Four. 11 for Dilly. 14. Okay. It's this critter's turn. They're going to try to bite at Nyx again. Nyx, this is going to be a 15 Mm. B defense roll. Keep in mind that it's cold. So does that make it a 18? It makes it an 18 for you. Okay. So then 12, 19. Cool. So you dodge as it strikes again. What would you like for a minor effect? Hmm. Minor effect for dodging. I want to have Nyx dodge in such a way that it allows the creature to overextend itself and gives the next attack against it an asset. Awesome. Love that. Okay. Next up is Cha-Cha. I guess we're going to try and shoot it. Okay. With Pew Pew, I assume? Of course. It is my baby. Okay, so since that's a light weapon, it'll be, and Nyx is giving you an asset from her minor effect, so that makes it a nine. Okay, 19. Ooh. Nice. Extra damage or minor effect? Do we want to pass on this asset train, or do we want the extra damage? I mean, in your heart, you know the answer. Well, your damage right now ignores armor since you have a Pew Pew. I'm so sorry, Dilly. We're an extra damage family. <laughs> okay. So that's plus three damage. So seven damage to it. It howls in anger. Not friendship? <laughs> Dilly, it is now your turn. I think 
Dilly is going to use Major Illusion and create like copies of everyone, like Chacha, Nyx, and Vlad, just to make them harder to hit. Okay, so this is going to be a cognitive task. Shit! So that makes it an 18. All right. I'm trained in my illusions, so that'll cancel out three level efforts. That'll be 12. I'm going to put another level of effort in there to bring it to a nine. Blot is going to use his turn to assist you with whatever illusion you're doing. Okay. I'll still put that second level of effort in there, so it should be a six right now. Yep. Six on the dot. Okay. So you have created these series of illusions. It's going to be very confusing. Love. Nyx? All right. Nyx is going to try to bite it, I think. Are you also going to activate your moves like water? Oh, yeah. Activate moves like water. I might not bite, though, because she has a cold hindrance right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, so not bite. Just going to go for straight-up damage. Some sort of strike. Okay. So it is confused by all these illusions, so that is going to provide an asset. Mm-hmm. Your moves like water counteracts your hindrance, if I believe correctly. Yep. So that is a 12, and then you're trained and unarmed. So that's a 9. And I'll spend my uh, free level of effort. Okay, 6. And good thing I did, because I got an 8. Okay, cool. And that is 7 damage, right? Yes. Are you striking with a fist or with feet or... You just pop, pokes it in the eye. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, it does have two eyes on one side of the diamond or the other. Oh. So she could poke it in the eye with her fist. Which is what she does. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So you you punch it. It does not like that at all. Next up is its turn. It is going to... Well, now it has to choose between Nyx and Cha-Cha. I know. Cha-Cha hurt it worse. So it's going to go after Cha-Cha. So Cha-Cha, that's going to be a 15 speed defense. Okay. See, do I have anything that'll help me with this? No. Oh, actually, yes, you do. The illusions are helping yeah. you, so oh. that would make it a 12. I got 13. Barely. Okay, so you dodge its maw. It is now Cha-Cha's turn. Um, I guess we're going to shoot it again. Okay, so once again, it is distracted by all these illusions around it, so that'll be a 9 because we're using a light weapon. Okay, 11. Okay, so you hit it and your pew-pew goes into it. Make sure you roll those two depletions on your pew-pew. I got a two and a 20. Ooh, close. So close! Okay, next up is Dilly. Dilly's going to bring out his own pew-pew and shoot the thingy. Nope. That's a 12. Doesn't hit. No, nine. What'd you get? It's a seven. Okay. Got all excited for a second. (laughs) Yeah, you wish it was a one. (laughs) Yeah. So, the uh, blast fires off into the wall. Next up is Nyx. Oh, I'm going to attack. I rolled a 15. Okay, so that'll hit. What does it look like when you kill this <gasps> thing? Oh. Nyx manages to get it into, like, a headlock somehow, and then just using her body as leverage, drops her weight down and just breaks its neck. Nice. Nice. So, break its neck, and... Dilly, you notice that Vlad almost immediately drops whatever he was doing with the illusions with you. Mm -hmm. And he goes over and checks it. And says, this was very nice work, everybody. This could have been bad. And he kicks with his foot 
at the creature's mouth where you can see some more of that same gel oozing out of a sack in its mouth. And it's at this point you hear a strange echoing keening coming down the tunnel. Oh no. And that's where we're on this episode. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I feel like I have to pick on Samson, right? Oh yeah. man. I mean, I don't think Dilly's a fan of what happened, but I I'm quite pleased that Dilly kind of got kicked in the mental balls because cognitive stuff is the only thing Dilly is consistently good at, so I'm kind of curious. I'm kind of curious to see what uh, yeah what I can do with this. Yeah, I'm curious as well. Like when that came up on your G100 roll, and I was looking at the mutations table, I was like, I couldn't decide if I was happy or horrified with the result. No, yeah, I, I yeah, I'm I'm excited. This is this is interesting, especially when it comes to your War of Wills with Aster. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah, this is kind of akin to when Nyx lost her leg, and it's like, well, mm. Nyx's whole thing is being mobile so but there's no uh well <laughs> no dilly does have that broken metal mine that he hasn't repaired yet so yes do that do what you're thinking right now Ooh. do self brain surgery it's gonna be so much harder because dilly has a broken brain now no have cha-cha perform yes <laughs> Ooh, with the little hands although we're gonna need like plastic gloves like can you invent surgical gloves so, like, we're not mittens in your brain? Dirty mittens? Well, Dilly has the multi-tool arms, so just. maybe you can just use... Maybe you could convince Astra to help you. Leatherman's inside oh, your head. He's going to go full Harrow the Knight. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, we have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions. That's where we offer you, the listener next XP, to check out something that we think you would really dig. This week it is Stace's turn. Stace, what would you offer our listeners next XP to check out? Yeah, I would offer our listeners an XP to check out The Ascent, which is a twin stick loot shooter, I guess is how I would describe it. And it is on Xbox Game Pass. So if you have that, it's included. I don't know how much it is otherwise. I like it because I play couch co-op, but it could be online co-op too. And uh, you can have up to four players and you have a bunch of different kinds of weapons. But what's really cool about it is it's in this cyberpunk world that is just it's really just the setting. Like you're going to get urges and and you're going to wish that this thing is a fully fleshed out RPG while you play. But really just has a few like customization options for your character. And the story is pretty great, but there's no choice or anything. But the world is so detailed and amazing. Yeah, you just you just want a little bit more, but it's just so much fun to play. You get enough gear to keep the dopamine coming, you know, and uh, it's just a good time, uh, kind of like Diablo back in the day. So if you're looking for a Diablo alternative, considering recent events, yeah. I do recommend you check out The Ascent. Hmm. Very cool. And if people wanted to reach out to us and tell us what they think about The Ascent or our show, how would they do that, Samson? They would listen to me while I tell them about our website, explorerswanted.fm. From there, they can find all our social medias, as well as transcripts for the episodes, if anything we've said is kind of hard to hear, something like that. Anyway, on Twitter, we are at Explorers Wanted. On Instagram and Facebook, we are at Explorers Wanted Podcast. Additionally, we have a Discord where we're pretty active. You want to talk to us directly, you can find that at explorerswanted.fm slash Discord. Also... If what we've done here today in your ear holes deserves money and you're able to give that money, 
You can support us at patreon.com slash explorers wanted. Awesome. And if you can't support us financially, we totally understand. Honestly, the best thing that you could do for us is to tell your friends and tell them what you like about the show and why they should listen to it. The second best thing you could do is leave us a five-star written review on a podcast directory. We actually have a new one of those. Stace, can you tell us about that? It looks like this is from Apple Podcasts. It is from When Elvis Died in the U.S. of A. It's titled Go Exploring. This is a great real play podcast that manages to combine an engaging and suspenseful story with fun and funny role playing all within the world of Numenera and the cipher rule system. The cast is clearly having a great old time and the GM has woven together a rich storyline that links together the characters lives and the strange and mysterious ninth world. If you're looking for an introduction to Numenera, this is a great way to learn what it's like to play and be delightfully entertained in the meantime. Great stuff. All I got out of that is that when Elvis died, things were funny. We are funny. We're so quirky. <laughs> no, but it's a very nice review. So thank you. Yeah, it is. Yes. Thank you so much when Elvis died for that review. Seriously, it means the world to us when somebody leaves a review. And it also makes it more likely that somebody else will check out the show. There's a lot of actual plays out there. If you didn't like the podcast or if you just thought it was meh, well, there's a form of isopod named the tongue-eating louse. It's known for entering a fish's mouth through the gills and using its claws to sever blood vessels of the tongue. When the fish's tongue then atrophies and falls off, they attach themselves to the stub of muscle left behind, one of the many strange horrors beneath the waves. It's unclear how much the fish is aware that such a significant organ has been replaced. And at times, I find myself up in the middle of the night, staring into the mirror for any sign of such a creature within my own mouth, but I never see anything like it. After all, it's not like our tongues ever move of their own accord, right? If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Twitter at Anderlich, A-N-D-R-L-I-K. You can find me on Twitter at Stace Windu. I'm never going to feel shitty for biting my tongue again. I'm at Slam Potato. I mean, it brings a whole new meaning to what that mouth do. I'm at Realty <laughs> Unicorn on Twitter and Tea with the Unicorn on Twitch. <laughs> All right. That's it for us. Hope you enjoyed the show. We will be back next week as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night, day, weekend, or whenever you're listening to this. And bye! bye.